Welcome to Sophisticated Property Investing, a podcast brought to you by Ethical Property Partners. New full-length episodes released every Thursday, but here's a quick caffeine cast. Hi, I'm Frank Flegg, founder of Ethical Property Partners. What you're about to hear is actually audio from one of my YouTube videos, as well as the weekly deep dive podcast that's released every Thursday and the quick caffeine cast in between. There's also loads of content over on YouTube. So if you're not subscribed to our channel, but you want to see even more tips and advice for your sophisticated property investing, just search YouTube for Ethical Property Partners. See you over there. In this episode on location in beautiful Derbyshire, I'm gonna be explaining to you a few of my top tips for negotiating on property investments. Now, this is one of the areas that most of our franchisees struggle with, and it's funny, isn't it? Most investors think that their biggest obstacle is finding the deals, finding the motivated vendors. It's not. It very, very rarely is. Most of the time, the deals are all around them. They just don't know how to talk to the vendors in order to find them out. And I'm gonna give you an example today. I'm gonna give you an example of someone that found themselves a brilliant BMV deal just a few nights ago and didn't realize it. He found me and I was selling something and just a few nights ago and he could have got the best deal probably he would have done this year. But because he didn't follow my system, he ended up with a very, very mediocre deal. And I I skipped into my house that evening because I couldn't believe how well, um, what a good price I'd got for this uh, this vehicle. And I'm gonna tell you that story in this episode. So let's talk about the principle of negotiating. I think it boils down to three things. I think it boils down to honesty, being honest. I think it boils down to openness, being open. And thirdly, and this is where people struggle, people think that the first two don't matter. You know, how can you be honest and and open in a negotiation? You know, we're on opposite sides. How's that gonna work? But thirdly, they miss that you have to be strong. You're honest, you're open, but you're strong about it. And if you follow those three things, you will get deal after deal after deal. You will negotiate phenomenal deals that you didn't even think were possible but only if you're honest, open, and strong. So let me tell you this story. I had a full-time maintenance guy. He's just left the company, and so I needed to sell the van that the company bought. We bought this van about 18 months ago for 13,800 pounds. Bought it on finance. Finance was amazing, actually. Finance was about 5.5%, which I thought was brilliant on a vehicle. So I took finance on it, put down the minimum deposit. I think the minimum deposit was about 1,000 pounds, and then took finance on the balance. So I've been paying off a, a small amount each month, a couple hundred pounds a month. And so my maintenance guy has, has now finished, and we're selling the van. I, I'm not going to replace him, and so we're selling the van. And I looked at how much I had left on on the van and I had just under 10,000 pounds left on it. And so I put it on um, the advert. In fact, it was my maintenance guy's last job to put it on um, Auto Trader before before he left. And so I've had about five inquiries. I think we put it on a bit high, actually. Uh, We put it on at 15,000 pounds. He researched it. I went with his recommendation. So we put it on at 15,000 pounds. I got some offers, you know, I'll buy it tomorrow for 10K. I'll buy it tomorrow for 12K. And so this dealer phoned me and said, I'll buy it for 12,100 pounds. And I I thought to myself, do you know what? He, He lives about an hour away, this dealer. 
<clears throat> he said, let me get my, will, will you accept 12,100? And I thought about it and I thought, Do you know what? I paid 13.8 for it 18 months ago. Yes, it depreciated a bit, but I've been paying off more than that anyway. I now owe, owe, owe about 10,000 pounds on it. I put 2,000 pounds in my pocket, gets rid of the van before I go away on business. I think that's that will work for me. So I said to the guy, yeah, I think that worked for me. I hope for a bit more, but yeah. He said, let me check my diary, I'll come back to you. I missed his call later that day and didn't phone him back, I just got busy. It's not, not a high priority for me, as you can imagine. And I um, just left the advert running. And I, I kept thinking to myself, oh, I must phone that dealer back and sell it to him for 12,100 pounds. And then this local guy phoned me up and he said to me, I've seen your van, it's up for 15,000 pounds. Um, will you take an offer? And I said, do you know what, mate? I will take an offer. Now, normally I've really negotiated hard, but I think it was too highly priced anyway. So I, I didn't say this to him, but I said, yeah, I'll take an offer. And he said, could I pop round this evening to, to see it? I said, yeah, pop round. So about two hours later, he came round, lives about 20 minutes away, pop round. He um, had a look at the car, uh, the van rather, took it for a test drive. And I'm, I'm pretty trusting, pretty abundant. I was like, you take it, drive as far as you want. Just come back when you're, when you're ready. So he drove around, came back. Um, measured it because he needed to put his stuff in the back and it had to be the right size and he said Frank that works for me it's great it's in really good condition you know it's been looked after etc um, and he went quiet and he got really awkward and I knew what was coming but I was kind of enjoying it because I do this all day every day and it's, it's unusual to be sold to normally it's me doing the selling and um, he said um, oh this is awkward isn't it and I said, what, talking about money? He said, yeah. I said, do you want to come in for a cup of tea? He said, no, no, no. But um, I guess we've got to talk about it. And I thought, oh, what a way to introduce negotiating with someone who's already said they're willing to take an offer. So I've already said I don't want 15 grand for it. And I'd thought to myself that he'd probably offer 10K. And I thought, do you know what? If we could meet in the middle at 12,500, between 15 and 10, I'd be over the moon. Cause it's a bit more than the dealer was gonna get me, but I could get shot of it that night, etc. But did he offer? Did he offer 66% of asking price? Most people can't. Most people can't get them over, can't get over it. It's too much, too big a discount. But here's the thing. My maintenance guy pretty much went like that and guessed 15,000 pounds. I think he got it way over, but that's what was on the advert. So this guy was led by that. He didn't have the strength to offer low. He didn't have the openness and honesty to say, Frank, I really could do with a deal. I'd love to buy it from you at 10 grand. Will you accept 10 grand? He didn't have it. Do you know what he offered? He said, do you think we could do it at maybe 14? And I'll be honest with you, I think he would have paid 14,750. But I wanted to be nice. I was delighted with 14, but it's not, it's not in my DNA to accept the first offer. I said, I'll tell you what, mate, if we can offer, if we can agree at 14,250, you can take it. And he couldn't have shook my hand fast enough. 14,250 pounds on something I would have probably sold for 12,000 pounds. That would have been a 20% BMV deal for him. And instead he ended up with 750 pounds just because he wasn't open about the price he wanted, he wasn't honest, and he wasn't strong enough. And to be honest, I think it was the strength that was the big one. People aren't brave enough to have a no. They're not brave enough to experience the joy of negotiating. It's fun, it's a game. I would have been delighted to see him drive off 
having got himself a really good deal, I really wouldn't have minded. I was very delighted to have him drive off with £14,250 in my bank account. That was even better. But the point is it's a game. And I want to just share with you a quick story. So this business trip, right, six weeks, and it involves quite a lot of travel. Um, I don't, I'm not a big fan of hotels. And so we're staying in Airbnb villas, beachfront villas as we, as we go. We've chartered a, a half million pound yacht to go sailing for a, uh, a week and quite a lot of expenses. And so what I did was, and I love this, I found a load of Airbnb places that we'd be delighted to stay in and took a message that I sent to every single one of them saying, I can see these dates are available. I'm really interested in your accommodation and um, what's your best price? And I just cut and paste on Airbnb, bang, 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 bang. Did the same with the yacht. Said, you know, I think they wanted $5,000 or something, 5,000 pounds, that's it, for the yacht. And I said, um, I'd love to book it. I'm in a position to book it now. What's your best price? Great question to ask. What's your best price? Because you never know how motivated someone is. If that guy with the van had said to me, Frank, what's your best price? I probably would have gone in at 12 and a half. He would have saved himself two and a half thousand pounds just by asking that question. And what has happened is the villas, and I'll be honest with you, the villas, we've barely got a discount. Like on some of them, they've knocked off like $5 a night. It's crazy. But the yacht, and this is really funny, the yacht said, we've already discounted it 15%. All very, you know, really polite. No one's getting upset. No one's, you know, this is just fun haggling. And I have to admit, I do enjoy it. I see it as a game. And if you see it as a game, and if you become practiced at negotiating and enjoying it and being polite and being open, being honest, but being strong. When you come to negotiate a million pound property, you're trying to knock off 30, 40%. It's going to be easy for you. It's going to feel second nature. You're not going to feel awkward like that guy was and be worried, be worried about being able to actually get the words out being able to actually, you know, keep a straight face, ask for that level of discount. And so what happened, all the villas basically said no. And I was like, oh, they must have really good occupancy. No worries, that's our favorite one, we'll take it. The yacht came back and said, we've already given you 15% discount. We can't discount it anymore. And I thought to myself, oh, I don't want to lose the yacht. So um, I want to email to say, I'll take it. I sent the email at 9.06 this morning saying, I'll take it. <laughs> and then literally seconds later 907 an email pinged up saying because it's in the next few weeks we can actually discount it a further five percent for you and so it's knocked off another 250 pounds it's knocked off another 250 pounds just from asking and so i emailed back really quick saying that's really kind of you thank you so much i'll take that <laughs> because i'd already accepted it at the higher price and here's the thing over the whole holiday if i have that little bit of a game and i'm teaching my kids how to haggle it's, it's healthy it's it's fun how to negotiate they negotiate with us already kids are brilliant at negotiating but helping them to talk about money to talk comfortably about money is such a valuable skill and it's such an underrated skill in fact most parents tell their kids not to talk about money what a, what a way to disadvantage your kids when they get into real life and they need to. But if you look at that, if you look at those savings over the course of my six week trip, I could easily save $500, $1,000. Well, that's not to be sniffed at. That might be a down payment on a property over there. 
And if you look in the show notes, you'll see a reference to a video I did recently, an episode recently, where I listed the three best questions you can ask of a vendor. Go take a look at that episode because it's phenomenally powerful being comfortable, being open, being honest. When I say open and honest in a, in a real estate environment, in a property negotiation, what I mean by that is showing the vendor how you make your money. Saying to them, I need to buy this at 25, 30% below because my model is to then refinance and get all of my money out so that I can go buy more properties. Otherwise, I'm gonna, if I pay market value for your house, I'm gonna tie up all my money and I'm not gonna be able to buy the next house and the next house and the next house. And that's what I say to people. When I say to people, we're buying over 50 properties right now, they're like, wow. And I say, but the way that we're doing that is by controlling them now and paying later, or by buying them 25, 30, 35, 40% below market value so that we can refinance later and get all of our money out. And when you're open and honest with people about your business model, they respect you for it. If that guy had come to me and said, Frank, do you know what? I've only got 12 grand but I'd love to buy this van. Will you accept 12 grand? I would have given it to him. If he'd said to me, Frank, I can pay 15,000 pounds for this. I've got 15,000 pounds, but I'd really like a deal on this. My last van is, you know, just died. It had, he told me about it. My last van just died. I've sold it for a pittance. I'd really appreciate a deal on this. What's the best price you can do? That's open, that's honest, but it's strong. What's the best price you can do? Can you do me 10 grand on this? I would have said no to 10 grand. If he'd then said, can you do me 12? I would have said yes. And that's it. You get what you ask for, guys. And so if, you, if you've been watching these episodes, if you've subscribed and you get the notifications every time we release one of these episodes, if you think, if only I could find some of these deals, if only I could add a thousand, three thousand, five thousand pounds a month to my passive income, if only then I could quit my job and go full time. Think to yourself, these deals are all around you. They're on the open market, they're in auctions. Those vendors probably live next door or down the street or in the next street you probably bump into them most weeks, but you're not having the right conversations. Guys, if that's you, my suggestion is go check out that other episode, the reference to it and the link to it is in the show notes. But also make sure you've clicked the subscribe button, make sure you've hit the notification bell. And that way, each and every time I release an episode, you'll hear about it first. You'll be able to watch it first. And if you want to start following the EPP system, building yourself a no money down portfolio, then don't hesitate to get in touch. You can come on one of our discovery days, come on one of our educational seminars, and you too can then be following our system, getting your own no money down deals, having vendors phone you, asking you to solve their problems for them. It really is a simple business, guys. If you haven't subscribed to the podcast yet, go on there. You'll hear real life stories, long form interviews, hour long interviews between me and our EPP partners, some of whom have only been doing this three or four months, but have already got a few deals under their belt. Some of whom have been doing it a year and they've already got 10 deals under their belt. One final opportunity for you. If you have links with other countries, we have now got EPP in England, in Wales, Northern Ireland, the Republic of Ireland and Australia. We are soon to launch in the US. If you know anyone in the US or in other European countries who are established as real estate investors but are interested in being a master franchisor for EPP, then there is a golden opportunity right now to go and grow EPP in a country to benefit from the positive cash flow, to be able to invest in real estate whilst helping others to do the same. If you know someone like that, or if that is you, 
we do have an international audience for our YouTube channel, then don't hesitate to get in touch. Until next time, guys, happy investing. That was audio taken from our YouTube channel. For more sophisticated property investing tactics, just search YouTube for Ethical Property Partners and listen out for our full-length podcast, released every Thursday.